Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's always game day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. If I had like some theater Halloween music right now and we could play that without any copyright issues, we would. Um, but I want to go to that. If I was a player and I was playing on Halloween, big game, Monday Night Football, your colors are orange and black. Not that that is a huge factor, but I'm just throwing that in there. <laughs> Halloween colors. <laughs> that was so dumb. I don't even know why I said that. But I want to go back to what I would do. Because you know, player, when they, they do the entrance now, home or away, it is such a big deal. These guys know what they're doing when they're coming in, in their suits, in their NASA sweatpants suit outfit, um, in their floral suits, you know, whatever they decide they want to come in. They know what they're doing. This is part of the show. I, if I was the three receivers, I would come in in the same Halloween terrifying Michael Myers mask and be like, you don't know which one I am. And I wouldn't even have their name on the lower third. You, you, don't know think they, uh, you, you wouldn't go with something uh, more more fun, you know, like they were all. Um, what What's fun? What, why are you trying to be fun? They're, they're tough. They're football players. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. What do you uh, want them to be? Well, they, you know, they, they, they could dress up like uh, the 1970s, 80s uh, Three Amigos, you know? <laughs> no. What's, what's wrong with them dressing up like the, the Blues Brothers? Yeah. I don't even know who the Blues Brothers are. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I don't know if you'd all dress up with the Michael Myers mask, though, right? Maybe I feel like Michael maybe you do three so different ones. You know, somebody's got the hockey mask for their Jason. Somebody's – what mask are you wearing? It's just like an old man's face. Somebody's going to wear Freddy. Somebody's going to wear Michael Myers. Somebody's going to wear Jason. Out of the uh, three, you know replace, the three receivers. Freddy with uh, Ghostface from Scream. I think those are all three masks, I think would be the. Oh, you're right. You're right. The, the Freddy is a lot of work. Um, yeah. Imagine no. <laughs> sitting down in makeup for like 10 hours. Like, oh, the fans are going to love this one. <laughs> hey, hey, TB, why are like, you the one that has to do all this makeup? I have a question too. If so, Cincinnati is going to travel there on Sunday. You're going to be in Cleveland all day on Monday, which sounds miserable. Uh, honestly, the last time I was in Cleveland, I was getting paid to go to Cleveland. Uh, it was to cover the Bengals game, so I that sounds miserable. But you would have all day on Monday in Cleveland to get your mask and everything like that ready. I just have a feeling these three receivers, 
they're all we I mean, we're not taking bets on this, but we'll just we'll take a podcast bet um, that they get together and they say, this is what we're walking into Monday Night Football with, because you can't you can't walk in there on Halloween, big game, big division game and not and not dress up. So money's on yeah. money's on the receivers. Your money's on the receivers. I think corners. I think the corner, I think a corner, it won't be Cheeto. He just has too much drip. He's not going to replace himself with Yeah, that. he's like, I got to wear, like, awesome clothes. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I have to look cool, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Mike Hilton, you know, dressed up as uh, Jason, you know, something like that. I think that'd be fun. I, I think the corners would be fun because it's kind of like, a worry. I don't know. The wide receivers are also Burrow. fun. Everybody's what about fun. Joe Burrow? Yeah, Joe Burrow you is not going to. You think he does? I don't think he does. I, I don't think he does. But I would, if I was Joe Burrow, I would pack like a mask or something and put it in my and put it in my bag. And if they won, I would show up into my post game with it. But he won't. But I would because he showed up in the Santa hat after he put five twenty five on the Ravens. What if he does uh, a bad costume like he does? Uh... Fan. Nick says you were a fan phantom of the opera get up with a six suit. You know, the one the one thing. Um he might wear skulls on his suit or something. I don't know. What if what if after the game he throws for 500 yards and he shows up as Austin Powers? I mean, at that point he can do whatever he wants. Everyone's <laughs> gonna put them fun. right back at that top of the AFC if that happens. Um, but no, I, I honestly Jackie Moon I'm... from Semi Pro, that'd be a fun one. I think it happens. I definitely think Miles Garrett does it. I think that the Browns defense will do it. I just have a feeling they're he's that's who he is. He loves Halloween. Um, he's it's a, he was it's the one with the graveyards, you know. Yeah, he, he has the graveyards as a quarterback. So I'm sure Miles Garrett's not going to break news that he's going to be dressed up in a Halloween costume. Uh, but yeah, I say wide receivers. You say corners. Yeah, that, that, I, although I feel like I'm already losing because Cheeto's not going to do it, and we both agree with that. I think all the wide receivers could. Yeah, I can see Mike Hilton doing it. Uh, DJ Reader is not going to be playing in that game, so um, he would be a great one. He would yeah. be a great one, I, and I definitely think he'd participate in it. Uh, but, yeah, all, now all eyes. I can't wait for the pregame to be like, all right, let's see who's right. Let's see who did this. The the betting odds favorite is probably nobody, right? <laughs> or do you think somebody will? Oh, I you think def- someone definitely, you definitely will. thinks somebody will. Yeah, all right. but I would be more one of those people who I would pack it in my bag and wear, it after, and wear it after if, right. if if they won i think that would be like better i'd be like yeah yeah dressed up yeah my costume it's like trick-or-treat or something also, that limits the guys that can do it because it's not like they're going to talk to i don't know alex kappa he can't bring it and then be like all right waiting for my post-game interview <laughs> i don't see the i don't see the offensive line doing this uh maybe maybe lyle Maybe, maybe him, um, but no, I, I, I'm counting out the offense line. Ted Karras would be hilarious. He should just be a big teddy bear or something. Um, but, uh, no, I really, honestly, yeah, I could see, I could see Jamar, Tyler, and T like being all in. Like, let's do it. Let's go in on this. Let's have fun. I mean, Karras does a good look for something like that. I feel like the ooh, long hair. Yeah, he could be in on it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll make it not only will those three receivers go in on something together, it will be something that, that makes sense that it connects to all three of them because they're just so close like that. And well, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's Halloween, Monday night football. It's a huge game. Uh, but yeah, I hope everybody dresses up. I, it's just fun. You, you said what? 
I, I just hope everybody dresses up. I think that's the most fun outcome. See, that's not going to happen. I know. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But Joe, Joe's not messing with his suit when he walks. I mean, he, he's going to be like, it's Monday Night Football. It's prime time. I don't, I don't have time for a mask. Maybe he'll steal one of the wide receiver masks in the post game if they win and just be like, oh, yeah, I found this found this out there. I mean, Joe's Joe still in it. That's not his personality. Um, we say that's not Joe's personality. He shows up in his chains and his sunglasses and his Santa hat. Um, and he has a little fun, but I don't know. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. I would show up if I put 500 on him and then yeah. like on Monday night football, I'd, I'd put my mask on. Uh, but yeah, to be determined on if that happens and hopefully they are celebrating and getting a win on Monday night football. I can't wait to talk about that game, but let's talk about the defense. Um, it's still incredible to me. They battle injuries. You lose Trey late in the second half. Logan Wilson doesn't play. Uh, good news from Zach Taylor. It sounds like he's very optimistic that Logan could, could possibly return for the Cleveland Browns game. And I say that is amazing because you want more linebackers, um, that you can possibly have in one of your best defensive players out there when you are facing this Browns offense on the ground. Uh, DJ reader more than likely not going to be playing. I could see at this point, obviously you'll test him next week to see if he'd be good to go for the Carolina Panthers, but I could see them just waiting until after the bye to bring DJ reader back and not really rushing him into it. Uh, but yeah, the second half, not giving up a touchdown. I think the Cheeto play should be on repeat. It's absolutely insane. He hasn't given up a touchdown all season. And for him to just lay out Kyle Pitts right there like the one yard line, um, pretty incredible. And it's just really insane to think about and credit to Lou. I, I, I you can say, Lindsay, this is, a, I probably have a hot take every episode. You can say this is a hot take, but I'm going to say it. Lou is the best defensive coordinator in the NFL right now. Um, Go ahead. I, I was trying to think of somebody uh, just off the top of my head. Uh, but you know, we'll just uh, just go with it. Just go with it. Every time we every time we go with it, it all works out. Cheeto top five. We said that a couple weeks ago. Cheeto top five. Just roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, whatever we say on this podcast is going to happen. So, um, so yeah, Lou Bestie. Oh, oh, I have to go. No, okay. just uh, I think Dan Quinn. What he's done the past two years is That's pretty remarkable. That's, You're right. Again, he's the first – he's the number one defense with the Cowboys in, like, every major statistic, just like he was last year. So I do have to just finally uh, – I found somebody in my mind to be like, Luke could be number two. That's fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with silver. No, for you, that's for – that's still fine. Uh, two and Lou. For me, yeah, for me. <laughs> two and Lou sounds great. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go with it. Number Lou. <laughs> Number two, Lou. No, we're just going with it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I could, I, I, not again. It might be a little bit of a hot take, and I'm writing the defense right now. Like, I can't believe it's just, it's honestly insane that they've been able to stop teams and not allow a touchdown in the second half. Uh, but I want to focus on Cheatham. Dude's awesome, and. I know it sounds like a broken record because I feel like it gets talked about a lot. I talk about it a lot. What the front office has been able to do. Yes, Joe Burrow. Yes, the 2020 draft. Then you look at 2021 and yeah, you add another wide receiver in Jamar Chase. But at the same time, these free agents have just been absolute. It's crazy what an impact they've been able to have. You can go to Trey Hendrickson. You can go to the trade to BJ Hill before week one of 2021. And then Cheeto. 
And I think a lot of Cowboys fans I remember when they signed him, they wanted him back. They're like, Oh man, I kind of, kind of wanted Cheeto back on, on the team. And what he's been able to do since in the last couple of seasons with this defense is absolutely incredible because I know, you know, I've seen it plenty of times in past defenses with this team that the cornerback room can be a little questionable. Um, felt like the William Jackson, the third situation was going to be over or almost when it started. Uh, after I was just like that just it wasn't a good relationship it wasn't going to work out and it didn't and they, the two separated uh and then you 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 get Eli Apple we um obviously saw this past week what happened there but I want to just focus on the secondary room and the cornerback room right now and you look at a guy like Cheeto Cam Taylor Britt getting a few reps in there w- what do you think about the secondary right now it's a really, really well-constructed secondary, and I think they play really well together. Cheeto is probably the best player in the secondary at this point, at least during this, at least this season so far. I think what Jesse Bates can do when he's on is the the highest peak, and he had a really good game this past week. Uh, saved a touchdown, I feel like, on that wide receiver screen where he makes the left tackle miss and makes the stop to bring up third down. Um, because that was such a good look. I mean, they had a perfect look. He was the only guy over there. <laughs> they said every they had like four offensive linemen running that way at him, and it was just him. And they could just turn around and block off the inside. But so great job. I think Von Bell once a week makes you know some splash play that's super exciting. It was interceptions a couple weeks before. This week he makes that awesome tackle for a loss when they're doing all that fun uh reverse type stuff. And then Mike Hilton breaking up a pass against Kyle Pitts. That was awesome Eli Apple's only splash play that I remember was the interception the, the uh, touchdown he gave up uh, yeah. so not not great there not but the I thought I thought in limited action and against a limited passing attack because they're not doing it too often I I like what Cam Taylor Britt does I I think when you insert one guy into this unit it's okay I think the continuity and stuff is strong enough to uplift that player. Um, but if you tried to insert like two new corners and maybe a new safety, then it starts to get a little dicey. But yeah, when it's just one guy filling in and for the weak link, we know, uh, I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. It's not going to make the floor fall out from underneath them. And there's, there's a little bit of stuff with him. I think he's too physical, but that is makes sense because in the college game, you're allowed to be more physical in coverage um, so just dial it down a tiny bit, you know, don't hit guys as much, <laughs> let them run into you if you're going to be uh, making a lot of contact. And then um, I think he also gets too excited in the run game to go beat up the receiver and whatnot. So uh, th- there's a little bit to work on and I want to see it against a bit more explosive passing attack, although the Browns don't really have that. So if he gets more run this week, I think it's another game that kind of plays into his strength because he likes to defend the run and he in limited action. I think he does a good job in the passing game. So I don't know. What do you think the split will be between Cam Taylor Britt and Eli Apple this week? I just want to say this and I'll make this quick because we're going to be wrapping up the podcast. I was absolutely shocked that they made that replacement. Um, I don't have a problem with it at all. And the thing that is different about Zach Taylor than the Marvin Lewis years, Zach Taylor doesn't wait around and his coaching staff doesn't just wait around for it to work out. They're like, okay, if you're not performing, you're out of here. We're going to make an adjustment. Um, They have proven that with the offensive line in Jackson Carmen, they're not going to play you just because they got you in the second round. If you aren't a good offensive lineman, you're out of here. You'll take the L. 
and they are not afraid to play guys who they feel could could you know step up if it is a rookie if it is someone that's only one or two years free agent um i don't they do not care if you were a starter for years and then zach taylor gets here and then all of a sudden you throw a fit and you're a player because you're not getting the reps that you would like uh <clears throat> carlos dunlap when that happened a couple years ago Cam Taylor Bray and what we heard from Lou when it comes to Dax Hill and his very long quote about not playing the rookies and not really rushing them out there because who you're taking off the field. I was at, I was just surprised because I said it on the podcast last week. I felt like he's coming off this injury. I don't really see them rushing him. I thought it was going to be like almost a red shirt year for him. And we were going to see Cam Taylor Britt next year. Maybe he would get a few reps out there when the team is up. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. Wouldn't have that conversation of him starting in the secondary. But now that could all be realistic. I, I don't think that the team is going to just wait for Eli Apple to make, you know, more mistakes on the road. And Eli Apple has been okay in his time here. I don't want to, you know, just throw Eli Apple under the bus right now. Um, but I was just, I will just say, I was just really surprised with, with what they did when they made that rotation with Cam Taylor Red out there. And I don't mind it if the guy's going to perform and we're going to see something out of the rookie earlier than maybe we thought. Um, but I was just, I, I would just say I was pretty surprised. And um, I, I don't think they're going to be patient with that situation. No. And um, I think there's a few things is one. Uh, when Lou say, who are you going to pull off the field uh, when he's talking about Dax Hill? I think he means I'm not pulling yeah. Mike Hilton, Jesse Bates, or Von Bell off this field. And those are two different, those are different <laughs> players. You're not going to, you're not going to yeah. want to do that room. But I would just say it was a little surprise that Cam Taylor Britt of someone who, because in training camp, like he wasn't too exciting. I think, um, yeah, a lot of the reports yeah. were basically, you know, he's, a he looks like a rookie. Mm-hmm. So I was a little surprised with that. And the thing is, they're seeing Cam Taylor Britt go up against this wide receiver room at practice. And they have to be impressed with what they're seeing at practice, too. And like I said before, I don't really think NFL practices are really hardcore during end season. But he's still getting those reps against the receiver room. And that's not a bad group to go against as a rookie. And they have to be pretty impressed with what they've, they've seen in practice. So I was surprised with the switch, but if it's an upgrade and it works for them, I'm all about it because that's going to be the future of that secondary room. When you put Dax Hill out there next year in the safety and you put Cam Taylor Britt out there as maybe the starting cornerback with Cheeto. So I, I just, I was, I was a little shocked. Yep. My last thoughts on it was just, I didn't think he'd play unless there was an injury. He must have done really well in practice and forced himself into the conversation. And he's shown that he can play at the NFL level. So I don't see the rotation going away anytime soon. Um, and uh, I think he really had to impress because I do believe when Lou says he doesn't you know the, the communication is important and corners can, you know, kill their confidence or get thrown out there too early. Uh, defensive backs in general can get kill their confidence when they get thrown out there too early. Uh to play him as much as he did. I, I know I just said, like, he doesn't want to take those three guys that Dax Hill could replace off the field. And there is a guy you could take off for an outside corner. But at the same time, he, I, I do think he does believe in not putting those guys out there too early. So he has to really feel like he's ready. Um, we didn't see it in the preseason or anything, which, which sucks. Uh, I, I was hoping we'd get to see him, but he got injured. So he's showing that he can play in the league right now. Um, he needs to be able to keep it up, be consistent. And we could be looking at a corner change during the season. It, it already started a little bit. The, the snap count was way in his favor. It was 66 to 33% or so. 
I'm all about positive upgrades. If it means good for this defense and it benefits them, I'm all about it. I don't really care too much about feelings getting hurt or anything like that. Not that any feelings were hurt, uh, but you got to do what's best for your defense. And look, like I said, they don't they don't have a lot of patience. Uh, they want to keep it going, and they're trying to go the whole entire season without getting giving up a second half touchdown. I'm, I'm all about it. You're halfway through it. We'll see what happens in the second half. I'm really excited. Monday Night Football, we're going to have that matchup later in the week. We'll talk Bengals and the Cleveland Browns, the first matchup of the 2022 season. What is on all Bengals right now? I will have an article. I uh, It will be on either – not either, sorry. It will be on all of the uh, defensive – not rookies, but just uh, uh, some guys that, you know, they're going under the radar or how – Cam Taylor Britt's one of that, but the young guys of this defense that had to step up recently, you know, your Joseph Asaj, your Cam Taylor Britt's, your J2 Fellas. So just an article showcasing them in this defense. Check it out, all Bengals over on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sand. You can follow me at LNDS Patterson. We will be back later this week to talk more about the Bengals and Browns on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.